0: My name is Josh Briggs. Chances are, I don't like you. And you are listening to the Just Plain Filthy Podcast.
1: Work for what? Money? I've got all the money in the world. I'm the king, man. I run the underworld, guy. But you're not like it to sink. You lie awake. And you're trying to get out of the your What I've done for all of this You live in shit You no have me, there's no kind of bliss It don't exist We, we are, are the, the melting yeah. You're living in shame We are your friends now We are your friends now No one so doesn't fucking
0: say you are To the Just Plain Filthy Podcast. I am TJ Vegas. I'm
2: Casey Campbell. And I'm Devin, AKA Fred Thirst. Not
0: Devin. <laughs> I'm never ready for your fucking AKs.
2: I was telling, I telegraphed that one weeks ago. I just never got around to it.
0: AKA AK forty eight. That's right. <laughs>
2: AKA. No, you don't get two in one anymore. I told you. Y'all ain't getting two anymore. I got my next four of them planned out. You AKA are not. the
0: Double Dipper Stripper. See, you ain't prepped. <laughs>
2: Y'all ain't prepped for this for this work.
3: We're not ready for
0: it. My hair be wild and shit, AKA the Pillsbury Fro Boy. See, there you go. <laughs> there you go. I'm See? just making shit up now just to keep it interesting. Uh, thinking about, uh, talking about keeping it interesting, both me and and Devin, Me. were recently at a chaotic wrestling show. Oh shit. And not just any chaotic wrestling show, it this was, was Cold Fucking Fury. This was
2: the chaotic wrestling show. Yeah, this is like
0: the Wrestlemania of chaotic wrestling. Pretty,
2: essentially, yeah, that's exactly what
0: it is. And chaotic wrestling ain't anything to sleep on. Oh, I mean, yeah, no, good. they are arguably the biggest promotion in New England. Yes. I, would I would say, say I would cl- say so. If not, close second to Beyond Wrestling. Yeah.
3: Like, it, it's Beyond, and then... chaotic And then...
0: But and that then the show happens. was wild. It was very fun. And, like, even... Like, as... Like, you can be, like, where you were. I don't... Just fucking... Oh, my like, seats were great. Like, you would think... Going into it, you hear bleachers. Mm-hmm. You're thinking, these are gonna be some shitty seats.
2: Yeah, you're, I'm thinking, it's gonna be some nosebleeds.
0: But with how it was set up, and the amount of people that were there, Yeah, the bleachers weren't bad. It was like... You I mean, could still see everything comfortably. Like
2: I'm, When I hear the word bleachers, I'm thinking like stadium bleachers. I forget that we were basically in a high school. Like, yeah. You know, I'm thinking now when I got in, I was like, oh, high school bleachers. It was fine. You could see perfectly no matter yeah. where you were sitting. Anywhere. Yeah. I was so. lucky
0: enough to get second row or third row. Yeah,
2: you and, uh, you and Tanya had great seats.
0: Yeah, we originally thought that Tommaso Ciampa was going to be there, yeah, so got, we copped some uh, VIP yeah, tickets. Yeah, he got
2: the big injured. And then me. he no-showed,
0: and they brought in oh, yeah. fucking Hansen. Also Mr. cool, though. Mbop himself, Mbop uh, Still cool. I was like, yo, bring in fucking Biff Busick. Don't give me this Hansen shit. I've seen him way more <laughs> around here than I've seen Biff. It's not even special at this point. Yeah, it's fair. But, yeah, it was still cool. He made some cool cameo appearances.
2: Yeah! But it was a, it was a great show. Will Mercer was there. Shouts out. Former guest, 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 guest of the podcast. Hey, Friend yeah. of the show. He, he wants to guest again. He does. He, well, uh, he's got it. He, uh... Was I was gonna say, he was the one who convinced me to go to Cold Fury in the first place. Because I thought it was more or less, like, done. And then I was like, oh, everyone's gonna be busy. Oh, I'm not gonna have anything to do. He's like, fam, go to Cold Fury. I was like, there are still tickets. He's like, I bought mine this morning. I was like, oh, fuck, dude. So I bought tickets like the day before, and I was like, all right, I'm going to Colbury. Yeah. It was a great time. I had a lovely time, and it was a good event. I was very Thursday. It,
0: it was very warm in that gymnasium. If I remember correctly, the first match of the night was a six man tag. It was. And it was. The Logan Brothers and Chase Del Monte Mills, as baby faces. What? facing Killanova Inc. of Christian Casanova, Tripleicious, was... and Royce Bishop. I was like I think yeah. that was his
2: name. That's the one guy that I always forget his name. Well, he's
0: he's rather new. Still cool though. Yeah.
2: But yeah. It uh that was fun. It was a good match. I enjoyed myself. Yeah. Um yeah. A lot of good spots.
0: Um, they did even did the whole classic like franchise Shane Douglas spot where I throw the chain and he's like I'm gonna hit you oh, yeah. and then they're like no chains and they throw the chain and then like Royce is like here take my chain and then he's like I got another chain and he's about to throw another one and they're like hey no chains and they throw it and then Triple H is like I got you fam throws this chain and then he knocks he hits yeah. them with the fucking thing but they still lost. And the place was ecstatic for Chase Del Monte. I was sitting behind his mom.
2: Oh, yeah? Yeah.
0: That's cool. She's, like, taking videos. She's like,
2: oh, my son. (laughs) Hey, supportive mom, man. That's cool shit. Shouts out to Chase Del Monte's mom.
3: He's on fire. Locally. Yeah.
2: Without a doubt. For a second, I thought you were just going to start. like He's on fire. Well, help him. What are you this doing? girl
4: is on fire. And
2: then it just turns around and it's not a girl. It's chased on Monta. He's like, please help me. Like,
0: wow, dude, you're getting your mullet a little unruly.
2: <laughs> it's all that hairspray. Yeah. you got to keep it nice and shiny. Oh, fuck. oh Damn. I'm trying Wait. to
0: remember what the, uh, some of the highlights of the night. So I'm not just fucking running some on of, and on yeah, with this. Some of
2: the highlights. A highlight match for me was I got to see Brian Fury wrestle.
0: Yeah? At that. I really liked Team Jane.
2: Uh, also... Uh, goddamn that was what also Friends of the Show?
0: Yeah, we gets to the podcast Main State, State Posse. Main State Posse yes. went bear two Country. on two against Bear Country, uh Fucking There was that
2: was the spot those were spot. Bear
0: beefcake and bear <laughs> Bronson. Them. Yeah. And <laughs> the I, match was like you're out of the match, you didn't answer the 10 count. And he goes to the back, and then later on, he's like, fuck the rules. He comes back, lays everybody out, and they're like, can he do that? It's like, yeah, it's a no-DQ yeah, match, so the, the match watch. is still going. So want. he came back, um, Danger Kid took a dangerous-looking back bump onto yeah, a ladder. Um, yeah, then there's like, of that. that's... At, uh, parts of it, it turned into like a fucking shoot fight. Like like yeah, people got like, heated. and It was like actual right hands, like actual chair shots. Like yeah, I was like, ugh.
2: It was pretty brutal. I'm not I'm not gonna sit here and be like, ah, oh, you know, it was fun. Like it was fun, but like holy fuck, that match was.
0: Wrong. Yeah, for something that's not technically like a death match, that's probably one of the most violent matches I've seen.
2: I would say so. It was
0: very good, and it was very uh, a couple saw, of stiff boys. It looked very
3: very
0: violent. And mm-hmm. to top it off couple of stiffy boys. Former guest of the podcast and former sponsored athlete Josh Briggs. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, boy. Did two shows in the same fucking night. Really? Mm-hmm. Earlier on the night, he was in Melrose, Massachusetts, working for Revolve against oh, Darby that's Allen. That's right. I heard about and that. And then he drove up to Haverhill, to the yeah. Haverhill High, and went against JT Dunn for the Chaotic Wrestling Championship. That's yes. right. It was in a losing effort. But the match mind. was insane. Yeah. Well, pretty much everything about it was super clean. Yep. I, If I was worried about the people behind me, I would have been standing up, cheering yeah, yeah, and being yeah. loud the whole fucking time. <sighs> but it was insane. And then, oh, it's un- unfortunately, though, Josh Briggs now has a dislocated hip.
3: Damn it. Damn. And Yeah, I saw a picture of I guess
0: like the night after or two nights after, I don't remember exactly, there was another Evolved show and he ran out of things to hit his opponent with. So he did his M five choke. So he choke took breaker. his own leg. He did his M five choke breaker thing and decided to do it off the top. Oh fuck. And off. when he landed he popped his hip out of the place yeah, that'll do and it. tried to pop it back in, but to no avail. And he was in the hospital, and he, today, marked this day, first day where he was able to take steps by himself.
2: Oh, yeah. fuck.
0: Yeah, so, it's pretty wild. Is that real? Yeah, it's, yeah, that's it's real. real. I
2: saw, oh, I saw fuck. The oh, so, no, uh, hope today. for
0: a speedy recovery. I think they said he's probably going to be out for, like, another four months, maybe? Well, Deez. yeah, but he
2: goofed his leg up, yeah. Well, hope... It's wild. Tall man doing tall boy things. Yeah. Going off of top ropes doing but, uh, top rope things. That was... <laughs> Big injury. That was
0: Devin and I this week. How was your that was, case? Yeah, thing? that was pretty much our... I had a
3: notification yesterday. That, uh, <laughs> as everybody knows, it's March 22nd. And... Uh, oh yeah, that is today. Yeah. Uh, six years to the day that uh, one of the greatest bands of all time broke
2: up.
0: Okay. Queen.
3: And uh, yesterday I got a notification <laughs> Queen
0: Two that uh <laughs> evolution this uh, <laughs> that this
3: man tweeted something. Evolution is a mystery. Um <laughs> uh, so I opened it going, Oh shit, is today the day? And uh, as it turns out Now you out, probably
2: should you probably pissed yourself. Oh yeah, no, I was freaking out. I mean I'm, I'm,
3: I'm being a little more reserved than I actually was. Uh, the I opened Twitter. And it was just uh, Frank from My Chemical Romance going, hey, I released a new single and uh, we're going on tour. And I was like, why? I mean, the, <laughs> song, I was like, the song is really good. But he has to know. He had to know. Like
0: Casey's just sitting to... there listening to the new band like,
2: damn, son, where'd you find this?
0: <laughs> I yeah. thought
2: he just had that. I just (laughs) had that ready.
0: That's why I made sure my volume was up.
3: (laughs) It bops. It does bop. But, like, I just imagine him being like, hey, guys, can I use the MCR Twitter for this? And they go, why would we give a fuck? It's
0: like, sure, go ahead. Y'all ain't shit anyway.
3: (laughs) I'm making Umbrella Academy money. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs)
2: Honestly, yeah.
3: Which is fantastic. Did though. you
0: know the guy from Umbrella Academy was in a band?
2: Oh my god! Don't you even fucking do you that. You know that's a thing that's happened already. Yeah. I you know. shut
0: your whore mouth.
2: I was like, dude, if you say he one did more not dance, uh, Gerard Way did not lead us through the <laughs> Black Parade
3: <laughs> for you to disrespect him like this.
2: He did not tell us to carry on.
3: No, there are people. I performed a instrumental piano rendition of Welcome to the Black Parade. For a funeral for a stuffed frog last week.
0: You also did it on my couch while we were doing, before we did the podcast. Yes. My God. I think I got it, everyone. Damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Just a little too low.
3: (laughs) My nephew Chase comes up to me and he's like, hey, you know how to play piano. And I was like, sort of. And he was like. Entry level. He's like, well, we're holding a funeral for Froggy. Can you play something sad? (laughs) And I was like sure <laughs> so I'm in my I'm just gonna yard. sit
0: there and play Love Me by Kylie Minogue so I'm sitting
3: there <laughs> playing, playing piano at a love funeral me. for a
0: stuffed animal You just gotta play it like half a tempo down but love me love me <laughs> say, say that you'll love, love me, me. Oh, so you can wow. be very sad if you put it down oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. down Ellie. tempo yeah
3: it's all about the down tempo down
0: tempo beat down version Oh my God!
2: Can you fucking imagine?
3: No, (laughs) that would be. Alright,
2: What else? Can you fucking imagine? My brain has exploded. If I have
0: time, I might fuck around with that (laughs) idea. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my
3: God. It's my Uh, new cover. Is anything happening in the world
0: of wrestling? Um. Yeah. Uh, That. Probably the most underwhelming reveal of all time. I would say.
3: Oh yes.
0: Kurt Angle revealed. That he is having his last match at this year's Wrestlemania. Oh, yay. yeah. Only oh, to find yeah. out yes, that too. his opponent is none other than Baron fucking Corbin. This is
3: more wow. shit. That's more disappointing than what I was just talking about.
2: I am so mad at this. They have a <laughs> roster full of dream matches for fucking squirting. And They could even peel
0: back Baron the storyline and the gimmicks and shit and go f- something from like TNA because of his last fucking match. Oh, yeah. yeah. Think about like him versus AJ Styles. Who is probably... No, no never mind. He's going against Randy Orton. Little Randall Keyboard. But, uh, I mean, on paper, that sounds good. Hey,
3: what's Samoa Joe doing?
2: He has a... Eating pineapples.
3: He's not doing anything. No, I think he has a
2: match for me. Making uh, Mai
0: Tais, eating pineapples. I think it's him and and Ray. Oh, it's
3: him and
2: Ray? For the
0: U.S. title, yeah. Selling Girl Scout cookies.
2: That's right. (laughs) Fayden
3: Styles, his <laughs> wife. <will> get Wendy! <laughs> I was gonna say get Jeff Jarrett out here, but that's a bad idea. That's a that's a big <laughs> that bad, a idea. bad idea. That's a, sh- that's a Karen
0: Jarrett on a pole match. <laughs> that's, a sh-
2: that's a shoot, brother. No, it's they gonna- whatever. Shoot fight a video. Let's What's Jason
0: show. Jordan doing? Is he good yet? No. What's John Cena doing? Is he good yet?
2: I don't know. I would honestly, but that's the thing. I wouldn't even. I'd be even more upset if it was John Cena. At least Baron Corbin's a new guy. I heard
0: that he wanted a match, but nobody's seen him. So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> see fart on that. that. Fart on that joke.
3: Oh my god. But so even but if like if
2: Cena if it was like oh John Cena and Kurt Angle haha you know if Cena debuted against him he's gonna retire and blah, 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 blah. it's like. I mean, I would be down for that. I wouldn't. I need another beer. Keep going. Yeah, I <laughs> wouldn't. Why... Would it be cool if I... Had yeah. But, <laughs> but why... It like, why Cena, though? Like, there's a roster full of dream matches. We already saw Cena Angle fucking 13 years ago. We you don't know, need we to see, see this see shit Brian again. We didn't
3: see Angle, even though they were all... They were both talked about it at length forever.
2: I'm just saying. See? Shit like that. But, like... There's a roster full of talented people, and they chose Baron Corbin, who was, like... Largely not enjoyed by the anyone, by the fan base. Anyone that's not named Baron Corbin that react like <laughs> yeah, exactly. for fuck's sake. Imagine a Kurt Angle Chad Gable match at Mania. That would be fucking amazing. You see, that was on Raw
0: and it wasn't bad.
2: See, but make put that on the grandest stage give of them all. And let them, them, them all. do give what they want. Give thirty minutes. Like... I was supposed to be your son, Kurt, and they fight for twenty minutes. Dude, that's the
0: storyline. I, I just came up with a real good one for him. I just shit myself. Kurt Angle versus his alcoholism. You oh,
2: see, shit. or like <laughs> Kurt Angle against like Shelton Benjamin would be cool.
3: Yeah, that'd be cool as fuck.
2: Like he has a roster of people to pick from to be yes. like, this is my final match. It's like, why oh, give what thought... give us a dream match? Don't give us like a what match? Like give us something super quality. Give me something, yeah. you know, something with like a Charlie new Haas
0: guy. comes back. And faces <laughs> right? faces him and Shelton Benjamin in a three way match. Two on one handicap match. Is Christian match.
3: done with this hyperbolic bullshit
0: yet? <laughs> yeah, no.
2: Christian, but not like versus kid. Tyson Tomko. To make it make. If he's it, out of it. jail, I don't know. Book it. <laughs> or like you know like Kurt Angle like Drew McIntyre would be bad like. Yeah, that one would be terrible. Kurt good. Angle versus literally anyone that's not Baron Corbin. Or would since be. he
0: apparently doesn't have a match, maybe Kurt Angle versus Kofi Kingston. Yay! hi that's a Segway.
2: segue. See, we had that. What written the fuck down. is
0: going on with that? Uh,
2: <laughs> he's, he's getting Daniel Bryan and wrestle. He's getting like so WrestleMania thirty. He's gonna win the title, right? I oh yeah, he's he's WrestleMania. He's getting Daniel Bryan in
0: WrestleMania thirty, up He's
3: gonna win the title if he doesn't win the title. It's the Daniel Bryan story. You're gonna story.
0: super kick everything in sight.
2: I'm gonna super kick every- the the build up. He looks right at me when he said that too. <laughs> we have a history of this we're not bringing it back yeah.
0: i'm gonna have to turn off my notifications for that because i have no way. i'm yeah, probably gonna yeah. end up like watching everything madly but it's like i'm I getting my knee tattooed that day yeah Yay. But it's at gonna where? suck i'm not gonna be able to fucking move oh no sad
2: that's a dark day oh yeah where? where at a at at glass street, glass street tattoo. tattoo where we
0: were st- going to be working with
2: Yeah. We were just talking about Kofi Kingston. We just made some like hard left turn and now here. <laughs> no, are no, that was Yeah, WrestleMania. they
3: a cheap plug. Uh, I but, hear area. Yeah, no. They're Daniel Bryan really hard, but I have the sinking suspicion that he won't win the match. I think oh, he will. He's I don't
2: going think so he's going to Mania. Like it's a thing that's happening. It's Kofi Mania.
3: Oh yeah, I have no doubt that he'll be
0: in the match. I want him to be in the match and then it's a double count out or like a draw. Because there's th- only been like two of those, like I think, like ever. I and they I know, need to like, do that, give... and then they push it to the next big four and no, like a big feud. Daniel
3: Bryan hits the running knee; they're both down for ten seconds, and then Bryan we've already, covers them. We,
2: that's happened like I feel like that's happened so often lately. Just I, that why... happened in one of the worst WrestleMania finishes yeah, I, I, of all time. Agreed. But why can't they just give us like, why can't they give us the happy ending that we've been that WrestleMania has been deserving? For years, there hasn't been a true great ending to oh, WrestleMania no, since perfect, WrestleMania 30. That's the
3: perfect, uh, that's the perfect ending. Right? WrestleMania, but that's why I'm afraid WWE's going to yeah, fuck Ma- it up. Mania
2: 30 was the last Mania that had a truly great ending. And shouldn't it, though? It's the end of their air quotes tell it season shouldn't it have a great fucking ending it's felt weird since
0: daniel bryan hooks on a submission hold and wrenches the living fuck out of it kofi kingston leans back and gets a pin while the hold is still being locked on it goes one two and as the hand comes down and hits the map for three kofi kingston can't take it anymore and taps out both of them don't win it's up in the air maybe something happens no DQ match I don't know it turns into no DQ match we get a fucking great send off yeah
3: I I feel like you can't have fuckery like that at Mania not for
2: Kofi not Not for for Kofi. Kofi Mania there could be some boo boo finish to the women's match or a boo boo finish to Lesnar and Seth whatever I don't care about that the only match I give a shit about is Kofi Bryan this year. It's the yeah. only. and, and Batista to Triple H. That's the only matches I give a shit about this Seth year. Seth
3: conquers the beach, which he won't, because Roman's back.
2: But. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Roman. Uh, I was like. I'm gonna he... beat the
0: beast like I beat cancer. Thanks, Roman. Yo, I fucking.
3: I was pushing for Seth Rollins. I was like, holy fuck, you might actually do it. And then. Roman Reigns is cleared to compete. And I was like, well, I know who's winning
2: it, man. Thanks, is guys. He, well, yeah. No, no. I'm pretty sure that Seth is going to have his moment.
0: Seth probably going to win it back. And then it's going to be, since there's no more shield, Yeah. hey, let the best man win. Yeah. That's and then it's going to build up as friends. Moment. And then I think Roman Reigns might, might finally get his heel push. No way.
2: No way in hell.
0: He's the
2: ever since the cancer diagnosis, he has become the most over face in WWE history. It's not gonna go away. That up. was
3: a great moment on
0: Raw, though. He's like, no one else I beat like cancer kittens, and everyone's like, no, no, no. no. He bites a kitten. He's like, fuck kittens. And he like snaps the neck like. He's that's gonna he's stick. gonna say
2: fuck kittens in a crowd that loves dogs like, <laughs> like yeah! just that luck. yeah
0: fuck kittens we we're a ferret crowd but like, damn it how
3: did we get here it's been a year <laughs> that's a thing
0: like, yeah I know. now we're
2: like oh Roman hell yeah it's like,
0: <laughs> yeah
3: uh, cancer cancer
2: it's the can it's the big C when you put it in perspective and you stop taking it, like it it definitely humanized Roman because you look at. He's definitely gotten better on the mic. Well, he's yeah. no Superman. Like, the Superman each get he's had since he's come back. Yeah, Roman's well, been great. Roman's been great since before his cancer diagnosis. Hopefully, they can
0: keep that because I feel like they're just doing like, here's the points that you need to make. Go out there it. and just find a way to. to I, mean, to I make feel them.
3: like he's finding his personality.
2: But it's, like, it's the thing of, like, everyone hated him, but did they hate him, or did they hate his booking decision? That's the company's fault. That's not Roman's fault. He's doing his no, job. Well, well, I
3: made a video about it. I, was like, yeah,
2: yeah, Brian, I mostly
0: just he's... hated his D'Lo Brown chest plate. Yeah, well, For sure.
2: Like, the ring gear garb. Yeah. But, like, the ring gear. What's he do with
3: that? The ring, the ring gear's still garb. He's getting the mic to don't book him as a fucking underdog. Because we know he Because he's
2: not. He is basically God. Ugh. He is the next Cena. Like, we get it. But it's it's just I don't know people did it, but I think the cancer thing definitely turned a lot of people's opinions around because it's like oh they were finally remembered oh yeah this is just a game this is just performance art this yeah. is athleticism he is a big strong man oh shit he has kids oh yeah that's right he's a human being what? we fucking forgot because we're stupid wrestling fans and we got worked up into something that literally doesn't matter per usual cuz we're internet wrestling fans <laughs>
3: David,
2: do you know what we do here? No. Where? How did I get this hat and coat? <laughs> <laughs> Whose house is this? But there, there are cats here.
0: Fuck cats.
2: But yeah. Yeah. We're a favorite crowd. <laughs> we,
3: we rodent
2: crowd. Yeah,
3: but maybe it's looking good this year.
2: I want to know what Kevin Owens is doing though, because the original yeah, plan was we. him and D Brai. Yeah. Oh, and ain't come
0: back yet.
3: Have him uh, atta- have I don't think K- he's supposed to be back
0: until, like, May or June. Oh, wow. KO attack Baron Corbin. Knock
3: him out of the match. KO versus Kurt Angle. Perfect! There's Whoa. your dream fixed.
0: match! Maybe. We'll see. It's it's out. <laughs> it's brand versus brand yeah. at that point. Boom, and there's really fixed. no... yeah. There's no, there's no thing to, that makes sense out of Boom, it. Boom. Fixed, he says.
2: F-I-X apostrophe D fix.
3: It's something we've never seen before And Kevin Owens could be like I've never faced you I don't know what you're about huh? Fuck you uh-huh. huh?
2: Kevin, what oh, Kevin Owens, Owens in his very Canadian Lars Ulrich impression huh?
0: uh-huh. Kurt Angle Never eh? faced you huh?
2: Kurt Angle eh? <laughs> Flat Ankle lock, lock eh? Eh?
0: Flatliner <laughs> on, on the ropes road, eh? Eh? Uh.
2: I am the greatest on the mic of all time It was me
0: <laughs> I am <laughs> El Generico is a big boy. <laughs> Sammy, don't you know where we are?
2: <laughs> Christmas, eh? Christmas, eh? <laughs> oh shit! It's Christmas. <laughs> yeah. uh, so but, I think. Well. Uh, what well, oh, fuck? I just, really? I had a thought, but I totally lost. We were it. talking about. That's why you have Christmas to keep
0: your bitches on a leash. Ha! <laughs> uh,
2: my brain melted. I was about to talk about something, but I forgot. Never mind. Some carry on, worries my worries. wayward son.
3: Well, yeah, no, uh, that would be a fucking fantastic match. And it if would you could just fun. go ahead and do that,
0: WWE. Yeah, On paper, that grand. looks like it'd be a great match. Just I can how the that. fuck are they going to get us together? Cut with? the
2: check, WWE. We just gave you gold. <laughs> Cut the fucking check. Velveteen Dream, Kurt Angle. Do it. Boom. <laughs> Give me my Velveteen Dream. Kurt you can, is can pay us mis- some tights. Bitcoin.
3: I can see it.
2: Give me that Velveteen scheme. All right. We could do an entire hour and a half long of just velveteen memes, but I
0: don't think yeah. we should. Yeah, I don't think that would be. We've a good done idea. that like off the air before. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> before we go off the air again, I want to bring one last thing up that'll segue into our first musical guest, <laughs> My dick. and that is I was kind of teasing the whole six twenty one thing on Twitter, Instagram, blazing. and Facebook. The oh. Cat's kind of out of the bag at this point. Again. Um, We have a big mixed genre show that we're putting together. I'm <sighs> trying to make it almost ten bands and have it like a Jesus. nearly all day thing. But we so will see how that progresses as time comes on because we have a couple months left. But we yeah. have a few bands that There's have been confirmed. Them. And we today we are playing two of those bands. First one being former guest of the podcast a good yeah. friend of ours and a band we have played before on the podcast and this is Banshee Kid on the JPF podcast woof Six
1: I love my life,
4: I spent fun in the end But I've lived with the thought of again and again With the wrongs, it's the mess of my eyes The pigment of these dreams gathered under my hands and my knees Leave me to die like my love in the sky Wasted and fucked and my throat is so dry From yelling to deaf ears and crying all these years I'm waking up looking for reds Tie the nose and kick the chair. I feel like this has never caused some despair But no one ever really did fucking care
1: ALL I WISH FOR IN LIFE IS FOR NO FEAR
4: Offering souls they won't take for that road of my life I can only imagine this structure. If only someone could save me for myself I won't be dead inside living out of this cell Offering souls they won't take for their hold on my life. I can only imagine this torture. If only someone could save me from myself, I won't be dead inside living out of the cell. Let the reaper fucking fling is blade. I'll be laughing all the way down to my grave. Six feet letters always felt like too much space. I fulfill my life as a fucking disgrace. I'm like a bad taste in your mouth and I'll never go away. Scared of the ashes from the jeans and hope for the rest of the save. I'll be walking away from a building your memories today. And the thoughts are starting up my own right the knows I kick the chair I feel like this has never caused some despair, But no one ever really did fucking care well, All I was for in life is for no fear Offering souls they won't take for their hold on my life I can only imagine this torture If only someone could save me from myself I won't be dead inside living out of the cell Offering souls they won't take for their hold on my life I can only imagine this torture If, if only someone could save me from myself I
1: won't be dead, dead inside, living inside living out of the cell <laughs>
0: like to take a minute or two to talk about our sponsors, our friends, and our advertisers here at the Just Plain Filthy Podcast. Hey New England, do you support independent wrestling? To sing fresh new faces, tear the roof down night after night, put a smile on your face, then you need to check out New England's very own UFO Wrestling. Witness the stars of tomorrow putting it down today at UFO wrestling. Bands, we know promoting can be a bitch. Promoting your events, your upcoming releases, even your merch. We've been there, we've done that. Unfortunately for us, we didn't have a man like Andrew and his company unsigned, not unheard. But you do. Share your music, link up with artists, take advantage of a platform that has been put there to help you succeed, created by a man who is passionate. And helping bands thrive. Unsigned, not unheard. Find them on Facebook, on Bandcamp, and many other social media platforms. Do you have a beard? Or does your loved one have a beard? We know it can be dry, itchy, unhealthy, just plain sad. Our friends at Alpha Wolf Beard Bomb and Oil got the stuff to help you keep looking good. Guaranteed that an army of ladies will surround you at any given time. And you'll have to say, maybe next time, ladies, I'm booked. That's why you need Alpha Wolf beard, balm, and oil. Keep you looking like the head of the pack.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'll be out here in that ash, Frank. I'll be in the ash, Frank. And we're
0: back. You were recording <laughs> the entire time? Not all, no, no, but oh <laughs> it's like maybe the last couple seconds. Um, oh, that good, that was gar- Offerings by Banshee
2: Kid. I guarantee they probably heard me saying, "I'll be in that ass, Frank." Oh yeah, definitely. That was
0: on there. Damn it. <laughs> um, that was Offerings by Banshee Kid. I'm gonna tweet this one of our good good friends in this music biz. Oh in this yeah. Local I can't wait scene. to see that boy again. He's a he's a gentle boy, and hopefully we don't cool have there. a fucked up sound system like last time we tried oh, to play. Yeah. We're like, oh yeah, we had some like weird like birthday party where they were blasting hip-hop music, so our Wasn't, speakers oh, yeah. are all fucked up. Oh yeah, it was, Every um, time the bass hits, you just can't hear. Right. Oh yeah. That fucked my setup too and I got pissed. Yeah, you were big, man. Mm-hmm. I don't um, know. But, uh, yeah. I love that. I
3: can't wait to have those problems again. <laughs> I,
0: love I love that boy. Uh, something we didn't talk about before we went on break. What's up? You recently Me? came back to the comedy world. I did. Want to yeah. talk about I, that a little bit? Yeah, I
2: did stand up for the first time in a long time. Go? I, got, I got back into it. so It was a fun time. I originally didn't want to. Not like I wanted to, but I was just like, Womp, yeah. you know what I mean? I was just like big womp. Warr. Yeah, except that noise. Yeah, I just didn't want to. Luigi. And I was just like, you know what? I got nothing else going on. And I miss it, so I'm gonna jump back into it. And so I did, and ended up being really fun. I was very rusty, and yeah. I had, I was mostly nerves, because it's been a while. But I had to go off of old material, and
0: I had one new joke, and I did all right. You know well, what? If they haven't heard you before, it's not old material. Yeah, okay. So. But it was fun. You know many fucking times Jim Gaffin's like, Hot ah, Pocket? Yeah, exactly. and everyone's like, yeah! That's oh my god, that's a. And shit. he's like, oh. I've been fucking with this joke for like the last 15 years. He's pretty, yeah, it's pretty much been his shtick for
2: a decade and a half. But, yeah. no, it was, shit. um, I, when we, I signed up late. Because it, it, so it was just, it was all open micers, So it was just, there was a sign up sheet in the, um, it was at Strange Brew in Manchester on Elm Street. Well, off of Elm Street, but whatever. Um, it was the Laugh Attic. And it's every Thursday at 9. Sign ups are at 8.15. If you want to go and do a thing, go for it. I recommend that everyone try comedy at least once. Um, just to say that you did it, it's a cool experience to have. <coughs> comedy, not meth. I mean, a little, you know, a little column A, a little column B. <laughs> you know, meth is funny. Um... Yeah, I so I, I signed up a little late because I was waiting for Will Mercer. Once again, friend of the show, Will Mercer. He went with me because I needed moral support because I don't like going to these things alone. So I was like, you're coming with me. He's like, all right. And so he pulled up a little late because he worked uh, his day job is like a half hour away from the, the bar. So I was, I was waiting a while. And he got out at like 8. I was like, ah. So he shows up. I sign up. I'm towards the end of the list. I'm thinking it's not going to be that long. I forgot how long open mics go. Oh, no, yeah. I forgot. I mean, I've gone like comedy night, right. shazking, whatever. Those get out at a relatively decent time. I forgot how late open mic nights with a sign up sheet go. They go so for goddamn bad. ever. It was. It started at nine, nine ish, like nine ten, something like that. And I didn't go on stage until like eleven ten. Fuck. Yeah. So by the <laughs> time I got called, I was up there like. I, I mean y- y'all can't see me Listeners can't see me But I was like in my seat next to Will Mercer Like Just like tired and I was sweaty Because it's an attic and heat rises And yeah. there's a bar playing There's like a bar with a band playing down there So I'm like huh, And there's just hella heat And I wanted to be somewhat sober for it Because I didn't want to fuck anything up Yeah. So I was like yeah. I had my UFO Sitting next to me And I was like, I should drink that whole thing right the fuck now. It is so hot up here. And then I was like, nope, I'm going to refrain. So, like, yeah. But, so, like, the room was pretty full because the way the attic of Strange Brew is set up is, like, and I've never been there before, so it was, like, a new room for me. So it was, like, stage, area with seating, not really super big, but area with seating, and then a small little hallway, upstairs bar, and that's kind of got its own little area for, like, bar seating, and then there's, like, a back bar area you can sit at, too. That's where, like, all the comedians were hanging out. It was, like, back there, mostly. And then there was, like, p- p- like other comedians, like, pedestrians, I guess, and like, the, the other seating area where the stage was. And it was relatively... I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't say packed. It was Thursday night. But, like, it was populated there's people there and i was like oh sweet this is what i wanted yes by the time i hit the stage there was like 10 people up there and i was like all right i'm performing to basically the two hosts will and like some women off in the corner and like the two comedians that i met when i got there so it was like 10 people total and then a bunch of comedians in the back but like no one was and i thrive off of like i want people around me and there's like big open space you can read
0: them and yeah
2: yeah so i was like ah Totally good. But I went through it. I did my five, and I was super nervous the entire time. Oh, because it's been it's been a long time. I honestly lost track of the last time I did stand up, and I got through it. I it went well. I didn't kill it, but I didn't bomb, which is good. I told my new joke, which is uh, I titled the joke Nintendo P. Uh, I won't tell that joke. I. I'm not going to go into that joke now, but that probably got the best reaction of the night, my new joke, so I was very happy. Yeah, that happened. Hey. And then after, one of the, I, I told a Chris Benoit joke, uh, because of course I did. Do you want to show that one here? Oh, it's just, I, I won't go into the joke, but the basic premise is that I don't want to have kids, but if I accidentally had a child, I would raise it, and no matter how bad of a father I was, I'd always be a better father than Chris Benoit. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's the okay. premise of the joke. That's not the actual joke. That's just the gist of it. Yeah, that's not cool. as bad as I thought it was going to yeah. be. You know, because I would never, you know, yeah, I would never kill a child, but...
0: Unless a it's, around I'm like,
2: I would her never her. kill a child unless it, like, did me wrong. Like, oh, betrayed me or, like, was gay. It's like, ah, oh, you know, I gotta... It's gotta <laughs> go. Um,
0: when well, he touched me here.
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh Neverland Ranch. Kill it. Um, No, it everything went well. The two comedians that I met, one guy, I told the Chris Benoit joke, he, like groaned hard because he's a wrestling fan but like in a good way he was like oh, and all you, all you hear is all
0: you hear in the video the audio is whoa It's like
2: yeah that sounds about right
0: <laughs> yeah but I just spiked the mic so fucking honestly
2: bad. it's about time it's a, 2019 we've had very little mic spiking and I'm honestly upset Campbell can't believe you've done this yeah what the fuck no this is your fault Casey you're the one who always spikes <laughs> the audio I can't believe
0: you've done this Yo, I don't have
3: anything to yell about right now it's,
2: that's a damn shame Baron uh, Corbin
3: Motherf- <laughs>
2: fuck Card <laughs> cut next musical guest. Um No, it was a good time. The comedians I the comedians that I met were like, said so it's been you know X amount of time since you've done this. I'm like, Yeah, one guy was like, You fucking killed it, man, welcome back and I was like, Thanks, brother. I don't know who you are, but thank you. So I missed the camaraderie of it, and I to uh, get to
0: Stark's brewery. See. And then maybe Shaskeen.
2: One day. That's my goal for now is I wanna do just a tight five at the at the Shaskeen. That's the current goal. Hell yeah. P everyone wants the Kevin Hart fame and riches, but they don't want to like.
3: They don't I was talking out.
2: about this to uh, somebody at work when I brought this up to him today. I told him that I was, I, you know, I was doing stand up and stuff, and they're like, "Oh wow, Kevin Hart! Look at him! He had the easy path, and you'd be brought up that." But it's like people want to talk about how comedians make it to like the big time, but they never want to talk about how the fuck they got there. Everyone wants to talk about Kevin Hart being a superstar, starring in movies with The Rock every other year making millions of dollars for a night for telling an hour and a half of jokes but they don't want to talk about when he was called little kev the bastard in the 90s wearing that big fucking stupid hat and having terrible jokes no one wants to be on the deaf comedy jam no one wants to talk about that you know they would yeah everyone wants to talk about joe rogan because it was cool podcast like the fear factor stuff no one wants to talk about him when he was on news radio with oh Amy yeah Dick. he
0: couldn't fucking work
2: no yeah no one wants to talk about that they just you know they just want to talk about Comedy is a game. Like, yeah, comedy is.
3: Comedy is a fucking you have to play the game, and sometimes you don't
2: win. Yeah, Triple H when H, you play of the, that. when you play the Game of Thrones, you either win or you, <laughs> or you die. Stay. So but I'm happy that it felt good.
3: TJ's <laughs> fucking face when we made the uh, Game of Thrones reference.
2: He just got, ugh, he got a big, ru- big oof. Like, <laughs> got a big I oof. I have no idea what we're talking
0: about. <laughs> That's but, like half the shit you had to talk like uh, about. That's <laughs> fine. <fun. laughs> it's I not think... about punk or it's not about fucking wrestling. Like, I'm like, it. yo, I have I no clue what you're talking about
2: but it felt good to be back I'm gonna go back next week and the week after I'm gonna find more rooms in the area right, man. that's how I yeah. felt
3: that. that's what I felt about music I needed to step
2: away from, yeah um... and it's good because then it gives me something to leave the house for really yeah exactly you know? I'm gonna get you two assholes to go with me at some point oh
3: hell uh, yeah I, gotta, <laughs> I think I got a tight five I, I'm,
2: I'm, sure, I'm sure you fucking do god damn it yeah. I'm sure you You're do a I'm a little puckering asshole Five inches, five, tight five inches in that pussy. I can't
3: believe I me to
2: joke on my Facebook today. <laughs> yeah, so you, you need to take your mom's phone away from her.
3: Motherfucker, I was trying to be wholesome. I posted lyrics. Julie, get off the internet. From uh, Happy Together. It's the most wholesome song of all time. I posted lyrics from that. I said, no matter how they roll the dice, it had to be. And she goes, or toss the salad. And I went,
2: what?! Me well. Did you just... Did you just... Mom, if you don't get off this damn and you roll
0: the dice, sometimes you get snake eyes. If you toss a Mom, salad, sometimes you get a little... Mom, just be like, yo, it's
3: 2019, son, you out here eating ass?
0: You roll the dice, sometimes you get
2: snake eyes. You toss a salad, sometimes you get pink eye. <laughs> who knows what the fuck is gonna happen?
0: And who knows what the future holds? You get a it's pink
2: 2019, eye.
3: 2019, eat ass
2: now. 2019, eating ass was played out. Tell me about your day and hold my hand. <laughs> I want that real connection. Yo, what up? <laughs> My
3: Kink is nobody hurting my feelings ever again. <laughs>
0: my kink is Grover. <laughs> Jesus,
2: we broke him. <laughs> oh, mm,
0: he's you gonna big blue bastard mm, get inside me. Mm, he finned
2: <laughs> We broke him, Campbell Finn and Nut. <laughs> We broke the poor man. Oh yeah, Campbell both and bust.
3: Uh, <laughs> we need to make a compilation of like all the best fucking just one-liners that made people on the podcast break. Just, <laughs>
2: like, just plain one-liners. Just
3: plain one-liners to boom. Okay.
0: That was great. That was a good time. All right. I have one piece of like Not my notes moment. that I totally forgot. No, just go for it so I want to hit this up before we go to the questions because I feel like y'all can say some wild shit about this yeah man Slayer to embark on their oh. final US tour this fall did they just do that they announced that it was going to be their last tour but now they said like this is, this is going to be their final US tour see like ever and they have sort of a plan on where like where they want to start and where they want to end right and they have an opening band in mind What's the opening band, dude. TJ? You will never fucking guess because it's Primus.
1: What oh. the fuck? Is oh. it weird
0: that I would go to Slayer's final tour just so I can see Primus? Nah, dude. Because nah. I don't give a I fucking love fuck Primus. about Slayer. Yeah, honestly. Fuck that band. They are terrible.
2: They've made the same album for 30 years. I'm over it.
3: Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I fucking
0: hate Slayer. Yeah. <laughs> but I would go and see Primus like... Easily. It's like,
3: there are a lot of bands that I give a lot of
2: slack. Slayer's not one of them. Fuck Slayer. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, honestly, I don't know. I wouldn't... I feel like if I, if I were to go to that... First of all, I would never be caught dead at a Slayer show. But, like, were I to go, it would be an experience. Like, I saw Slayer on their last tour. Like, that's kind of cool, but it, just for the novelty of it, because Slayer's been such a huge band for 30 fucking years. Yeah. I get it. But Primus and Slayer? I don't know. That's kind of cool. I like when bands like that kind of do stuff together. Because literally... For um, fuck's sake, Coheed and Cambrian and Slipknot went on tour together once. That was weird, too. So,
0: Because uh, Les Claypool was recently on Bill Burr's podcast. That, nice. cool. I did not know that. Yeah, and um, he said, There's another thing, too, that's kind of secret, but maybe I can tell you now. So it looks like we're confirmed, and we're going to play the last, very last run supporting Slayer's very last tour. Uh, it's starting at Madison Square Garden and ending at the Forum. Wow. That's the rumor. Wow. Um, Clay, yes. Claypool's assertion seems like that they're given the recent report that Slayer would tour North America one final time in October, sure. November, and December, including a final hometown run in Los Angeles. Our and that's, that's all the information that's given. So the fact that they're finally going to hang it up, it looks yeah. like. Most of like it's our final tour, but we're still gonna make an album every fucking yeah. so often. Like I wouldn't And they're they're with fucking Primus. Now yeah. done, be
3: done.
2: <laughs> That's gonna be so weird, like my name is Mud, then soon followed up by Raining Blood. My mm-hmm. name is Blood. Say shit like that. What? Um can you What uh, Tom just comes out with the bass,
3: My name is Blood Bam bam
2: bam bam he you know, too many
0: puppies bow, 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 bow.
2: Yes. And puppies Being shot in the blood. So I don't know. That's gonna be weird. Ever to be fair, Slayer should have been done once Jeff Henneman died, mean, but the mean, fact that they carried die. on after with Gary Holt was like, why? Yeah. Doesn't make sense to me. No idea. Uh, but Primus is always cool. I don't want Les Claypool to ever retire. So
3: ever, ever, ever,
2: ever. It'd be Please like if it. it'd be like if Anthrax hung it up. I'd be like, they're such a novelty. Why would the, that? I would be so sad.
3: Please be keep being the best bass player that ever lived. Yeah,
2: let's play pool.
0: Yeah. No train has ever touched Thomas like this before. His wheels felt weak. Oh
2: my God, reciting memes. Are we meme spouting on the podcast? Yeah. Um, oh fuck. So fuck I guess
0: now is the time where we start asking some questions. We don't have too many this time. We have a couple that kind of sound insightful. We have one, some that are like generally curious. Insightful. And then we have one like pretty much discussion piece. So. Here we go. Why are people the way they are? Like the people on Strange Sex or My Strange Addiction? That's from my friend Tenley. She asks, why are people the way they are like the people on Strange Sex or My Strange Addiction? Because their brains are wired differently.
3: Well, let me tell you something. To uh, to answer that question, we have to uh, sit down and we have to discuss it very, very close to the mic for about an hour.
0: No, we don't have an hour. Don't have an hour, you <laughs> fucking idiot. I'm just kidding, I love you. Well
3: then, I'm just gonna move away from the mic now.
0: What the fuck away from the microphone! <laughs> <laughs> Beat um, him up! Kick his ass, TJ! Whoop that trick! I don't know what drives people to eat uh, powdered dish soap and yeah, a like that. that
2: think, doesn't that shit kill you? Why is it not yeah, killing these superhuman like freaks? And like all this stuff. Like, oh, I eat
0: pencils for I think it, it mostly starts what? as, like, they eat weird shit anyway, and it just goes like, oh, wow, I
3: can eat But
2: The thing eggs. is, th- there has to be something <laughs> that, Well, I
0: started now. I can't stop. I'm there has to be something at.
2: that triggers that behavior, though. That's not just something you wake up one day and you're like, I'm eating cushion lint. Like, what's, yeah, like, what's fuck? Like, I'm gonna eat booty lint. Like, there's... What triggers that behavior? Is it like a traumatic experience that manifested itself in a That's mental weird. disorder? Like what did that?
0: I was touched by a clown and now
2: and now, and I, now eat. I eat face paint like yeah. and, re- and I have to wear a red nose when I come. Like it's just like the weirdest shit of all time. But I don't know. I can imagine that a lot of it's trauma based, but it's repressed or manifesting in a <laughs> in a strange way. Oh yeah, it's, like everyone everyone has I'd say, a thing. Um...
3: I studied psychology when I went to college, and that's right on the money.
2: Yeah. yeah, Casey went to college.
3: Yes, I did go to college. You did. I don't have a degree because I dropped out, but but he
2: has the knowledge.
3: I was a psychology
2: major. He did and, read a book. Uh, uh,
3: that is exactly right. Well, yeah. uh, sometimes it's trauma, uh, yeah. but most of the time
0: it's just yeah, it's trauma. Yeah, it's I remember. The, I Total had trauma island <laughs> coming to Cartoon Network. It's coming to Adult Sweat
2: no, I, I remember... Because I know, for personal experience, I have a lot of anxiety issues, but they all manifested after a traumatic experience, and had, yeah, You know I mean, what I mean, there, so...
3: There, there are certain triggers for uh, mental illnesses like that. Yeah. Are um, you triggered? Being Snowflake! Uh, being someone who suffers from anxiety and depression, like, yeah. Yeah. There is an inciting incident a lot of the time. For sure. Sometimes it'll just manifest when you're a teenager. And sometimes... Yeah. That manifests as, <coughs> I do weird shit, so I don't have to deal with my emotions.
2: Yeah, it's almost like you're coping
3: mm-hmm.
0: Well, Tenley, I hope that you're proud uh, Casey just knocked that one out of the ballpark
2: well, And me, what the fuck? I was here too answering <laughs> the question
0: I don't know, but he put a lot of insight into it That's yeah, cool I'll Instead I'll of just to... like, you know, sometimes things happen just And he was just like, well here. I'll just go back to being third chair yeah,
2: Here's
3: why
0: <laughs> Um, Bridget Chesmar Shouts out, Bridget Asked Well, I'm two of them Essentially, oh, fuck. All right, we doubled. Any it up. new awesome black shirts coming out soon? Not necessarily. Not on our website. We're gonna start We're selling gonna... black tees. We're kind of keeping black what tees. we have on the website for a good amount of time, but we are trying hey, to bring some like... stuff from our website to our merch table. Would be nice. Yes. So my ideas are: I want the newer logo shirt yeah. to be sold at our merch table. And I also want the Night of the Living Filth shirt. Yes. At our merch table, should we should do
2: that. And maybe bring a couple of goofy shirts. You know what I mean, like something like silly, just to see if somebody would buy. Like it. the
0: tiny condom shirt.
2: Maybe like ten of them, just to see if they'd sell. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we can fuck you around with I mean? that later. We'll throw money in to buy
3: we'll, some. We'll start selling uh, plain black tees and have a Hey There Elvira sale.
0: We can just sell oh, reverse. We, <laughs> we can just sell reverse V's. It's just, button, it's, just a, it's just this, but up. Belly button cleave. It's just a. It's just an upside down triangle, like with a neck hole. Ew.
1: Oh. Oh, it's open. like
0: a weird fucking bib. Hope the microphones picked up my. Cotton, shit. It's a cotton bib. There we go. Um. Fuck that hurt. And she also asks, "What put Atticus Coger on your radar to sponsor?"
2: Oh, that's a that's gonna be a, that's a TJ question. For that us. is T-J- that is a T-J.
0: very me question. Um, to answer this, we have to go back in time.
2: Oh <laughs> shit, dude, we
0: <laughs> out here. Whatever time oh, dude, machines look, sound like. Dude, um, you see that Googling going through the time stream? Yo, there's my hairline. Come back. I, I think it was yeah,
1: yo, me, late
0: late yeah. November of twenty seventeen. Come back. I got a message from Atticus and he said that he enjoys our content on our Instagram and our Twitter and stuff. Um, he just wanted to let us know that our content kind of makes his Instagram feed like worth checking out. And I was like, Oh, well, thank you. And a couple days ago back, and we we're just making small chat, not talking about anything. Just kind of like, oh, I like your wrestling. Oh, I like your content. These are cool shirts. Can I get a shirt? Yeah, sure. Here you go. Here's the link. Normal bullshit. And then he says something like, I like your products, but I'm already represented by a company. You guys are a lot more my style than the company that I'm currently with. Um, I don't know if it's a conflict of interest or anything, but would you guys like to represent me in some way, shape, or form? And I essentially just said, you wear our stuff. We will share your stuff. We'll give you deals. All that normal jazz. Like We'll help you out. You help us out. Rep it for rep. And he thought that was great, but we could not announce it until... New Year's yes. right. because I, I I made it a point saying before he ever hit me up that we were done sponsoring athletes for the year we're gonna make it no more announcements until the next year
2: Right, That's fair. and really at, that, I at that at that
0: point in time it was like okay I made this public now you hit me up and I checked out all your matches I love your character I I love, I love the way you work like in the ring. Here. I love your really? tag team. I what like the way that you're so eager to rep our stuff. I love your brother. Why are you here? Like, seriously. Yeah. We need you on the team. I'll figure it out. New Year's came. We announced it. And everything has increased tenfold. Yeah. Really helped us out with the brand. So. Yeah, actually. Thank we, you. We a lot Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Atticus. You are the man. And, Bridget, that's kind of... A drawn out version of how the story went. Damn, TJ, TJ went in on that. He really went in.
2: Rocked
0: it, gangship. And last one Uh-oh. was by Mister Bill Mahoney. He's a former um, co-worker of mine, and he asked, "What is your top five favorite <sighs> WrestleMania matches?" Now they go. don't necessarily have to be all main events. They just whatever one you like the most. Right.
2: Who wants to And
0: give best? an explanation oh, wow. of why number one is yeah. number one. I don't know if any of y'all want to go first. I'll go or, or,
2: yeah, then? Yeah. yeah. Mine are mostly main events though. Yeah. Yeah, go for it. Those are all really typically my favorite <laughs> matches. Number five, um Team versus T Versit. No. Nah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, <I'm> like,
2: <laughs> Lesnar Roman one with the shit. with the heist of the century. That's yeah. the only reason why. That's on number five because that's the, one of my favorite WrestleMania moments of all time. Was when Seth Rollins cashed in at the end of that match. Oh yeah, um, that's number five. Number four is Taker and Punk. Oh yeah, because that build up was great. The oh. match was great, but the build up was fantastic. Um. Rock Cena 2 is my number 3. Because it was just great. It was like a year-long storyline.
3: Twice
2: in a lifetime. Yeah, yeah, twice in a lifetime, but the rematch was great because it was just like... It was a year-long build-up for John Cena against an opponent that would rarely show up.
3: Right.
2: You know, now people are doing that to Cena. Like, where's John? Where's John? And John shows up and does the thing.
3: I was going to mention that earlier. Yeah.
2: Um number two I'm trying to think oh number two Uh, number two is definitely uh, Edge, Taker at Mania 24 Edge and Taker was fantastic their SummerSlam match was great too in 2008 but that's their Hell in a Cell match but their Mania match was great where Taker won via submission and got the world title off of Edge and Edge is my favorite wrestler of all time so I was like I was big mad when when Taker beat him but that was back when Taker was still really good, so... Back before Taker sucked. <laughs> oh, yeah. Which, by the way, that's the hill I'm still dying on. Taker sucks, 2019. Pass it on. Um, that was
3: the first thing you posted when you came out of <laughs> Yeah, it was. And <laughs> I was
2: like, ha, ah, psych, you thought. Um, and then number one, it has to be this one. It's Mania 20 uh, main event, where it was... Oh where yeah, Benoit yeah. took the took the title. Oh
3: yeah.
2: Where Benoit got his dub in the same year that Eddie got his dub. Oh that was a good that one. was. Very WrestleMania good. WrestleMania seventeen and WrestleMania twenty are my two favorite manias. Thirty is in a league of its own. Thirty is that's in its own category, but not that's seventeen and twenty, you know. That's
3: my favorite thing in wrestling that's ever happened. <laughs> yeah.
2: But like no, it, it's definitely that triple threat where but Chris Benoit got his fucking, his day. He got his yeah, well-deserved fucking day.
3: See, now I feel stupid because it's not on my list because I forgot
2: about it. <laughs> See, because they're trying to change history, Campbell. You can't let them.
1: Yeah, they huh? up. Stay
2: woke. Decalcify your polenial gland or whatever. Open up your third fucking eye, buddy. Stay woke, fam, 2019. Touch this butt. We out here. <laughs> Those are my top five. Alright, uh, Baby!
3: Yeah, my top five is very simple. Uh, number five... Sean versus Rick.
1: Okay.
3: Oh,
0: fuck. Yeah, yeah. The I'm sorry, I love yeah, you. Yeah, made okay. you fucking cry. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: If it makes you cry, it's going on a list of some sort.
0: Yeah. Uh, That's true. Uh,
3: number four... Uh... Edge and Christian versus the Hardy Boys... Yeah, versus, mm-hmm. uh... The Dudley Boys in a ladder match because the spots in that match were fucking hellacious. And... Yeah. Innovated. Innovated the late 90s, early 2000s.
2: Yeah. I agree with that.
3: Just knocked everything else out of the park. Everybody had to up their game. Number three. I had to change this out because you fucking mentioned...
2: We can, keep, we can both have it, my dude.
3: Mentioned that. Um, is WrestleMania 20, that triple threat match at the end. Um, Thank you. Good night. No, <laughs> number two is uh Austin Rock at eighteen because yeah. that double turn.
2: Yeah. Right. Like what yeah. the fuck. Yeah. Like, that was nope. great. Right. But
3: in the match itself, fucking brilliant. In my hometown, crowd. Awesome. Very happy. And uh number one is uh Dana Bryan versus Randy Orton versus Batista at WrestleMania yeah, thirty. Yeah. Because that was just the best WrestleMania ending fucking ever even though it's kind of a copy of uh, my number three
2: but we won't
3: talk about that
2: because they're totally different. But it's a story that always works though. It's a story
3: yeah. that always works.
2: And it's a story that we're getting again this
0: year. Yes. And um they're
2: for me 10
0: years Number five would be Rock versus Hogan in at Wrestlemania 18. Mm. It, wrestling wise as far as like, hold for hold goes wasn't the best. No. Storyline-wise, selling and the storytelling in the match, yeah. immaculate. People can say what they want about R- oh,
3: Rock trying to be a babyface during that match, is fucking... Yeah. And then just like, oh, oh shit, I'm the heel. <laughs> like, yeah. make me
2: through. People can say what they want about Hogan, but he knows how to tell a story.
0: Exactly. He might not be the best person, he might not be yeah. the best wrestler, but as a performer... And as a character, he is top notch. Brother. Um, Number four, Savage versus Steamboat, WrestleMania 3. Damn, going way back, huh? Okay. Yeah. It was a great match. It was. Um, Number three would be Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Bret Hart, WrestleMania 13. Oh, yeah. It was was overall great. The storytelling was great, selling was great, the offense was great. The heel versus babyface dynamic at that time. Insane crowd reactions. Yeah. Oh, perfect. Blood in the eyes, baby. Um, Blood in the eyes. Number two would be Brock versus Angle at WrestleMania 19.
3: Uh, yes.
0: Was that the, the shooting star that press was oh,
3: Brock almost fucking died. <laughs> and if,
0: uh, if Angle would have got disqualified, he would lose the title. All right. It was a great match. I was on my feet. Shouting at the TV. Um, Dang. I wanted him to land that shooting star press so much. Oh, I mean, did... he landed. Yeah. <laughs> he yeah. <swore>. Yeah. <laughs> Knocked himself out.
2: He landed just, you know, at a weird
0: angle. And my number one is no, Rock I... versus Austin. WrestleMania 17.
2: <laughs> oh.
0: You the fuck, dude? The selling was great. The buildup was insane. Stone Cold sold his soul to the devil. He did. He, uh, oh, both 17. of them bleeding buckets, both of them hitting each other's fi- uh, finishing oh, moves. Right. It was a ver- It was a verbal typo, Stone Cold Campbell. Stone
3: skipped 18.
0: Yeah. Yes. Because it they happened again at 19. Yes. Okay. I just I much thought, prefer 17 over 19. I thought it we was, I thought it was, um, 17,
3: 18, 19, but it was 16,
0: 17, 19. Yes. Okay. Fuck. And, like, this overall, like, Stone Cold going for the... Th- Going for the stunner, Rock stops it. it. Ha ha! You ain't gonna get this now. And then later on, fucking, uh, fucking Vince McMahon comes in, and you're like, wait, he's gonna fuck over Stone Cold, isn't he? Surprise, motherfucker! Pulling nope. the ref off. What? Nope. <laughs> I'm helping you out. Fuck you, Rock. Goes back and forth. Rock hits a Stone Cold stunner. Man. Fucking. Stone um, Cold hits a rock bottom, nope. ends up winning the match, and you're just like, wait, what, what the just, fuck happened yeah, here?" what just happened? And I would say, I'm, I have an honorable mention, because I couldn't really place where I wanted this to fall, but it needs to be talked about. WrestleMania 17, Shane versus Vince. Oh, yeah. With a sedated Linda McMahon in a wheelchair. Oh, yeah. Oh, and then you're God, like, damn. I'm going to kick Shane's ass in front of you. And then she turn, he she turns her back and she help. just gets up, walks over. Oh. He turns, what the fuck? Kicks him in the and dick. Right in the and ass then ass coast ass. to coast. And she Mick Foley funny. counts one, two, three. And
2: that woman's in the...
0: Insane. That
2: woman's in the U.S. <laughs> government. That woman's in the cabinet. The, <laughs> the
0: presidential, presidential cabinet. cabinet. The was, president
3: is a member of the WWE. Because it's play. a
0: great match. It's a great thing. My chest. Wrestling-wise, dog shit. Well, oh, yeah, because it it's Vince and shitty, neither of them are, shiny. like, legitimate trained yeah. wrestlers. The
2: best Vince McMahon match was with Bret Hart at that one WrestleMania where he just got fucking stiff-shotted for, like, 20 minutes but, for Brett's revenge.
0: But as
2: far as storytelling Vince. goes, there is no the better $49.
0: WrestleMania match, storytelling-wise, that I enjoyed more yeah. than that. Yeah. I would say there's probably better storytelling for matches, sure. for sure. <laughs> But with the whole build up, the long builds, the father son aspect, the culmination of like three different storylines, yeah. and the payoff, with the amount of people that were involved in it, in the match itself, and every part of it was well executed. Well, I mean, so right. Like, like, like bro. our top
3: five could have been just been like half the fucking WrestleMania 17.
1: 10, Honestly, yeah. Like, actually, yeah. The WrestleMania. But there's <laughs> okay. also like, I yeah. mean,
2: if I have an honorable mention as well, I would all say WrestleMania 10, uh, Scott Hall, Shawn Michaels ladder match. Yes. That's definitely an honorable mention for yeah, me. Yeah, that was
0: originally on my list until yeah. I remembered Brock versus Angle, and I was like, oh, yeah. I, uh, I can't yeah. get rid of these other ones, they're too good, fuck yeah. this one.
2: But know, honestly, it's like, Wrestlemania's like 16 through, say, like 20, we're just are like, r- are all really, f- fucking fantastic. we're all pretty damn good in their own right. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, like 17, 20, and 30 are obviously my, like the best, like, the best. Yeah. You know? I will say, like, SummerSlam 08 might be my I favorite mean, SummerSlam, but...
3: It kind of sucks that we went having uh, great WrestleManias on a yearly basis to now they only happen once a decade, but, you know, yeah. oh like... <laughs> well, hold on,
2: what, what's this one, 35? We're, we're, little we're little bumping it down, out. like, half a decade. Every five years we're getting a banger, that's fine. It's called, <laughs> it's called long-form storytelling, Campbell. You're a writer, you understand. Yeah, I get it. But that kind on, of wraps so the up, up the
0: questions. Uh, yeah, shouts out to everyone who asked It could them. very yeah. well be a banger. But uh, speaking of bangers, we have a banger coming up for you on 621 See, at the here, Bungalow, dude. Bar, and Grill. We'll be slanging that merch that you Yum. can also find on com. You also wow. can check out our stuff coming soon to Glass Street Tattoo in the Mall of New Hampshire. Hey, I'm going there tomorrow. Hell yeah. And we have hopefully close to 10 bands playing. We played one of them for you earlier with being Banshee Kid. Yeah. But now I think this is the first time we played this band on the podcast. And they are also playing the show at this 621. Time. This is Tactiles.
3: This is the first time we're actually playing. with Come
0: on, Year's Walk here on the JPF podcast. Hey, Gang. Thank you for listening. Yeah!